Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Chaf Chet. We will begin on Daf Chaf Zayin Amul Bet on the bottom at the words of Ika de Amri. We had mentioned before um, that uh, uh, Zar non Kohen is Chayav Mita if he makes the Seder Hamaracha. He organizes the 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 wood of the Mizbech. Rav Zera has a knockout on that. We had one knockout, we have a second try, attempt at a knockout. Ikad Amri, some say, Mat Kifla Rav Zera, V'chigesh Necha Avodah, Shiesh Achare Avodah, Upsula Bazar. Is there such a thing that there's an Avodah that ha- that's not an ending Avodah, meaning it this Avodah which we're, we're claiming right now is the organizing of the fire on the Mizbeach, has another avodah afterwards, and it's pasul bazar, and, and still, if, if a zar would do it, he'll be chayav mita. Right? Says the Gemara, Vare Evrim Frodim, How could you say, the Gemara is asking now a question on Rav Zera. How could Rav Zera say that this Sidur HaMa'alacha is not the end? I'll sh- no, How could you say that this Sidur HaMa'alacha is not the end? We, why? Because there's something afterwards. Everim Ufradim are considered the end, even though yeah, after you do Evrim Fradim, you still have Trumat Adeshin. Right? Putting the the, the, the Evarim, putting the limbs on the fats on the Mizbeach, has Trumat Adeshin afterwards. You have to get burnt, you have to do Trumat Adeshin. So you see that even though there's something afterwards, it could still be an end. Or it says, no. Evrim Fradim is Sof Avodad Yimamahu. That's the end Of the day services, and therefore that's why it's the end. Right? What about Tumat Adeshin? Tumat is the end, an end service, even though you have to do Hotsa'at Adeshin afterwards. Or it says, no, Tumat Adeshin is Like we said last time, Tumat Adeshin is the beginning of the morning services. How do we know? Because, it's the morning, because we, we said that a guy who washes his hands. For Tumat Adeshin, doesn't have to rewash it. You see, you see, it's the beginning of the morning services. The guy washes hands with Tumat Adeshin. The Machal the next day. And say, he doesn't have to wash hands again. So therefore, we're back with the question on Rabbi Yochanan. So what's the question? How could you be Chayab Mita if you're non Kohen for doing the Malacha? You can't be. It's not an end services. Rather, change what Rabbi Yochanan said. Amar of Ashi, Amar of Asi, Amar of Yochanan. If you have a non-Kohen who separated two blocks of wood, Chayav, he is Chayav mitavideshamayim. Why? Ho'il va'avodat hamahi. 
because that's a ending services. So it's not the Siddha Malachah that's ending services, it's actually Shnei Gizri Okay? Which is what we figured out in the other one also, right? We switched it to the other team. Mat kifal Rava, Rava has a question. Hoyel datmahim. Ela matif so tibai pais. If you're claiming that shnei's gizretim is is a is a end avoda, tibai pais. How come it doesn't have a a raffle for it? Everything has its own service. Should have a raffle. Low buy price doesn't have a doesn't have a raffle. It does have one. But I thought you learned it in brighter. We said that anyone who does the Kibbutz edition gets to do Shigizetim, so it is part of a part of a raffle. Hachikama, this is what we meant to say. If I sue Lab for it should have its own raffle. Kidamina, right? Versus Kidamina, you're right. You're right. It should have its own raffle. The reason why it really would have had its own raffle, Shnei would have had its own raffle. The reason why it doesn't have its own raffle is like we said before, we, we threw it into the raffle of the Tumat Adeshin in order to avoid people not wanting to do Tumat Adeshin. Remember, remember we had it last time. We, we, first it was dangerous. Then after it was dangerous, we made a raffle no one wanted anymore. And when no one wanted, we added this in so people would want it and come to do it. Okay. Now says the Gemara, "Lememer davodat ma vezal chaylemita." It sounds like in order to get a raffle, it has to be an ending services and chayamita. And zal chayamita if that's by pais. And zal chayamita if if the zal is not chayamita, lo by pais. It sounds like you don't you not you don't need a raffle for that, according to what we just said. How come there's a raffle for Shechita even though a Zad is allowed to do it? This is a question that was bothering us the whole time. Why should there be a raffle for Shechita if you don't, you're not Chayav Mita if a Zad can do it? A Zad is allowed to do Shechita. says, Shani Shechita, Shechita is different. Because that's the beginning of the day services. Since it starts the day services, therefore, it needs a raffle, even though you're not chayav mita for it. Asking my word, but the other thing, does that mean to tell you that whenever you have an avodah uh, uh, that's the end, it needs a pais also? It has to be the ending. What about evrim pradim, which has its own raffle, even though. It has Tumat Adeshin. So you're right, but so far it's not, it's not an ending service, but it's the end of the day, and therefore, because Tumat Adeshin is, is not a day, a day thing, and therefore different. What about Tumat Adeshin itself? Tumat Adeshin itself has Hatsa'at Adeshin. It's not, it's not an end thing. Why do we have its own, why does Tumat Adeshin have its own raffle if it's not an end? It has Hatsa'at Adeshin afterwards. So we answered that. That's because of the story that we don't want anyone to get hurt because they used to have a race for it. You're right. They didn't. They, they really shouldn't have one. 
should not have its own raffle. And the reason why it does have its own raffle is because of the story of the guy got hurt. Okay. Hurt or stabbed or whatever. Amar Mozutra, v'itemer of Ashi. We also learned in the Mishnah, it says, the one in charge would say to them, go out, and see, but he doesn't say, go check if it's a time of Shekhazetim. So you see that Shekhazetim is really a nighttime thing. And therefore, it is an end of Avodah. Because it's got to be the last one of the night if, if it could be done in the morning. See, because you see, the guy is not going to tell him, when the, he tells him, go see if the, if, 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 if the time of Shechita comes, he should say, go see if the time of Shechita comes. Obviously, it's a nighttime thing. We had this before. We said, you're right, really, it's a daytime one. Right? But the reason why we didn't say go check if the time of Shnegazetim came from is because Shnegazetim, if you put it on first, you could always fix it by redoing it. You could just pick up the box, put it back down, and you fix it during the day, and now you're fine. But Shechida wants to check an animal, you, it's shechted, and you can't do anything about it. And that's why we said we call it go check the time of Shechida comes, not the time of Shnegazetim. But really, it's really a day, a day thing, not a night thing. Okay. Good. Hadran alach b'rishona b'ezat Hashem will come back to to perek b'rishona. We have a brand new perek. Let's get started over here. Says the Mishnah. Amar lahem amemune. The one in charge says to them. Seu uru imigia zman shechita. Go out and see if the time of shechita came. Imigia if it came. Haro'eh, the one who went to see, Omer Bankai, he says, look, morning. Matai ben Shmuel, Omer, he'ir p'nei komezrach. According to Matai ben Shmuel, he says that the guy who would look would say, the whole east is lit. So look at how much dawn do you need? Do you need to just see light come up? Dawn means... Now you see the ball of the sun. Sunrise is when the ball, you could see the actual ball of the sun. Before sunrise is something called dawn. Dawn means that you see light come up before the sun. You see a little light. So Tanakamba is saying you just, you, you call out the right time as soon as you say the word dawn. As soon as you see a little light. According to Mati Machimul, the whole east has to be lit up. It's a little later than that. And the Gemara says, Is it all the way till Chevron lit up? And he says, Yes. Why they have to wait till the whole thing's lit up till Chevron? Why couldn't they start the Avodah already at the first at the first light? One time the light of the moon came up in the morning. And they thought that it was the eastern sun. They had to slaughter the tamid, and then they had to destroy it. They had to take it out to Betis and Efah because it was slaughtered too early. And therefore, that's why they started waiting for Hi'ir Pinekol Mizrach. 
says the Gemara, Horidu Kwekadol Betivla. We're going back to what happens on Yom Kippur now. Right? So on Yom Kippur, after they they saw that the light came up, they take the Kohen to Bet Tevila <coughs> to dip. This was the rule in the Bet Mikdash. Anyone who had to, went to the bathroom number two, to has to go to the Mikveh. If a guy just went number one, then he needs to only wash his hands and feet, he doesn't have to go to the Mikveh. Okay, we are now on the top of Chav Chet Amet, Koach Amur Bet. Says the Gemara. Hold on, let's see if this is still working. Yes, we're going good. Says the Gemara, Tani, we'll enter the Brighton, Mishmael Omer, Barak Barkai. The guy who says it would say that dawn started. Okay? Rabbi Kiva Omer, Allah Barkai. He said that... that that the Barkai, the dawn, came up. So it's a little bigger than Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel says, you saw it. Rabbi Kiva says, I saw it and it came up a little bit. He's saying, it, even if you're in Hebron, it's already dawn. Hebron is a little away from Yushalayim. Matya ben Shmuel Omer, he would say, The whole east is lit all the way till Hebron. One's and one's Ad Not only that, not only is it all lit up, everyone started going to work already. The says, According to Yudah ben Betera, you wait until everyone goes to work? That's very late. Why do they wait so long? We don't mean till everyone went to work. We mean till the employers went to hire workers. It seems like people with day workers would go would go get hired in the morning. They get up in the morning go to get hired, right? So, it seems like the the employers would go out to wait for the people before the employees were there. If you want to get the best workers, so you want to make sure you're there. Let's say you have an important job you're doing, you want to hire the best cement workers or the best roofers, so you don't want to get there late. So you get there early to make sure that you hire the best guys. So when he said, Rabbi Udamantara said, that everyone went to work, it doesn't mean that the workers went to work. It meant that the employers looking for the best guys went to work. And that's what we're talking about here. Okay. We pray, now we're discussing when do you do the Korban Tamid Shabin Harbaim. Every morning you have Korban Tamid. Good morning, Ivan. Are you ready? We don't have a, a Zoom yet because uh, the Zoomers haven't showed up. We're busy using uh, Benjamin's phone for recording. Okay, okay, I'm good. Okay, so we're now on. We're actually in yesterday's daf on uh, 
Kawach Amur Bet. Okay. We're at the words Amar of Safra, which is um, first word line is Safra. Okay. Okay. And we're discussing the Tamid Shel Ben Harabayim. Tamid Shel Ben Harabayim is, of course, every day there's a Korban Tamid, which is which is half in the morning and half in the afternoon. One one Korban Tamid in the morning, one Korban Tamid in the afternoon. Now, we want to know what time is the proper time for this Korban Tamid Shel Ben Harabayim. Okay? So the Gemara is saying, Sloted Avraham, the Tefillah of Avraham, Mechi Mechashri Kotla. When the walls start getting dark. Now, this is hard to explain. First of all, why is the Tamid Shel Ben Harabayim called the prayer of Avraham, meaning the time of Mincha. Mincha is usually the prayer of Yitzchak. So, some are explaining that Avraham really started Mincha, and just Yitzchak, the reason why we're calling it the prayer of Yitzchak is because Yitzchak was the one who instituted it for future generations. But really, it's Avraham's tefillah. So we're saying, so Avraham, the time for Mincha, which is the same time as the Tamid Ben Kotla. When the walls get dark, walls getting dark means that when the sun is directly overhead, it, that's when it, 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 it um, the sun shines on the top of the wall. Okay, Tops of walls don't get sun on them only when it's exactly midday because the sun is straight up in the sky. And that's when the sun is shining on the top, so the wall gets some kind of shadow from the from the top of the wall, it seems like. That's how they're explaining it now. So we're saying, walls getting dark is a euphemism for exact noon. Noon. Okay? Exactly midday. And we're assuming that that's a little bit early. Amr Ab Yosef, Anan me Avraham you want to learn from Avraham Avinu? Now, that question, what's wrong with learning with it from Abraham Avinu? So, if you look on the sign of the Sota Shas, they tell you you're not supposed to learn anything from something even before Matan Torah. Since Abraham Avinu is before Matan Torah, we should learn it from someone after him. You understand? You with me, Ivan, or no? Yeah, yeah, I follow. Don't learn from Abraham Avinu because. He's before Matan Torah. And Amarav, Rav says, no. Tana Gamar Avraham. Is the Tana who learned from Avraham already? So why can't we learn from him? The Tanya will enter the Brayta. It says that Abraham, on the eighth day, you have to, um, you have to get a Brit Milah. Interesting that this is coming up right after Harry had a baby boy. You see that? Right, right the day after Harry had a baby boy, the day after and we're discussing, actually this is, you know, it's Sunday. Uh, this, the day after he had the baby, we're discussing Yom very nice. You see that the whole day is Kashir the but early. So we see the idea of doing a Brit Milah early in the morning. We can learn it from Avraham Avinu, even though Avraham Avinu is before Matan Torah. El Amarav, rather, Rav says a different question. Rav Yosef Hakakasha, this is what Rav Yosef's question was. It's not what we learned. 
when Erev Pesach falls on Erev Shabbat, we slaughter it the earliest we have to, because we have to do it very early that day, because it's Erev Shabbat. So we do it, we do the Tamid Shalben Arabayim at six and a half hours into the day, which is 12.30 in a six to six day. Vikarav B'Shev Omechsa. And we offer it on seven and a half days. Why do we have to slaughter it at six and a half hours of the day? We should slaughter it at six, exactly at noon. When the, when the walls get dark. Why are you waiting so long? That was the question of Yosef. More answers like this. My kasha. We're going to have three different answers. Number one. First of all, it could be that when we said the walls get dark, it doesn't mean exactly noon. Because the walls of the Beit HaMikdash get dark a little later. Why? Because they're not exactly straight. Since they're tapered off with fat bottoms, therefore, therefore, the sun will shine on the east side even though it's already in the western half of the sky. And therefore, you'll have shadows all the way till a half hour after midday. And that's what we meant. Okay? Inami, another answer. So first answer is, you're right. It's really six and a half hours. And that's the earliest you can do it. Answer number two, no. Really, it's six hours. Shani Abraham Abraham You're right. Abraham Avinu, since he was such a good astrologer, he was able to tell when it's exactly midday. Really, midday is the right time. Abraham Avinu did it at exactly the right time. Nowadays, we're worried that you'll make a mistake, so we tell you wait to six and a half hours. That's answer number two. Or Abraham was such a big rabbi, and therefore, since he was such a big rabbi, so we assume... That we're not worried that he'll pray too early. Whereas other people, if we tell them, if we tell them do Shech the Tamid exactly at, at Chatzot, they might have a problem and they might do it too early. So therefore, since Abraham is a rabbi, we're not worried he'll do it too early by mistake. Because he knows all the halachot. So three answers. Answer A is different than answer B and C. In answer A, we're saying, no one's allowed to do it before six and a half hours. And the Beit HaMikdash has special walls that, 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 that they get dark at six and, a half, six and a half hours. And to B and C are saying, no, a little different. Really, you're, Abraham Amin was allowed to do exactly at midday. We can't do it at midday because either we were not as good at astrology as Abraham Avinu, or we have to make a gezerah on us because we might mess up and do it at 11.59, therefore we made a gezerah on us to wait till later because we're not zikinim. Now, who told you that Abraham was such a big rabbi? And now we're going to go on to Abraham being a rabbi. Says the Gemara, In the days of our grandfathers, even before Matan Torah, we always had a yeshiva for, for the rabbis to learn Torah. When they were in Egypt, there was a yeshiva there. Welcome, Joey. Shemad, as it says, Lech ve'asavta tzikneg Yisrael. It says by Moshe Rabbeinu, 
go gather the elders of Bnei Yisrael. A zaken is a rabbi. How can you gather rabbis? Who's learning yeshiva? Obviously, in Messiah, they had a yeshiva. Hayyubim and Bar, when they went to Bar, yeshiva, there was a yeshiva with them. Shnei Bar, Asfal Yishim Ish, Mazakrei Yisrael, says, Hashem said, gather me. When Moshe was complaining that the Jews were heavy, Hashem said, go gather 70 of the Jews. So it must be that the Jews had a yeshiva. Can't have, can't have rabbis without a yeshiva. Also, Avraham Avinu Zaken Yishim Yishiva Hava. Avraham Avinu was in yeshiva. Shnei Bar, Avraham Zaken, by the way, if you see the word zaken being used in the Torah, it always refers to someone who was wise. It never refers to an old person. The word zaken always means zek shekana chokma. Zekana, this guy who got wisdom. And therefore, for Abraham zaken, that means he was learning. Okay? Yitzhak even zaken Also, Yitzhak used to learn yeshiva when he was old. Shneimad, vahiki zaken Yitzhak. Since when Yitzchak was old, he was zaken. The fact that we use the word zaken, yeah, the fact that we use the word zaken shows that Yitzchak used to learn yeshiva. Yaakov Avinu, zaken yoshev yeshivaya. Also, Shneiman, v'nei Yisrael kavedu mezokin. Says that Yisrael's eyes were old from being zoken. Zoken means again he was a rabbi. He he learned learned Torah. Eliezer Eved Avraham zaken yoshev yeshivaya ha'ita. Also, Eliezer was a zaken. Shneiman, Yomer Avram El Avdo Zikan Beto. They call him Zikan Beto. I don't know what they. I don't know what term they would use Ivan to describe an old man who's not a, a rabbi. Maybe they're just. <coughs> but the, the presumption of the Gemara is that if we call you a zaken, it means you're a rabbi. Why is a rabbi? Why is he a rabbi? Rabbi. Learn, learning yeshiva. Amar Abiyah Azad. The reason why they call him Moshel, the ruler of everything that Abraham had. Why do they call him a ruler? He knew, he, he ruled the Torah of his rabbi. His rabbi, Eliezer, was Abraham's student. Right? And he ruled over the Torah of his Rebbe. Who Damesic Eliezer, they call him Damesic Eliezer. Amar Rebbe Azad, she dole umashke. The word Damesic stands for dole umashke. He would draw and water from the Torah of his Rebbe, which means that Eliezer was the conduit for Abraham's Torah. So therefore, Abraham would teach all his uh, heavy secrets to Eliezer. Eliezer would draw them from him, draw the water, in Ma'im El Torah, draw the water of the Torah from Abraham Avinu, and he was the one who would feed Umashke, he was the one who would give to drink to all the other people. Those other people could not understand Abraham Avinu. Abraham was too, I guess, was too, in, in this part of the class, was too hard for the other people, even though Abraham was talking to everybody, but his classes were too hard for other people, and therefore Eliezer was the one who would learn it and teach it to other people. That's called Damesek Eliezer, Dole Umashke. So if you see guys from Damascus, it means that they have to be the ones who would dole and they have to learn the Torah and give the Torah to all Israel. He's from, uh, he's from the teaching the Syrian people, it says? It, the Pasuk says, Damasic Eliezer. We're explaining the word Damasic. Damasic means he's teaching you. Damasic means dole, he would pull out the water and pour. So if you have current day people from Damasic, like, uh, like, uh, uh, Allah Shalom of, uh, 
Hamrael passed away. Also, Doleu Mashke, in those days, he was the only one who was actually uh, had the Torah over there and was able to give it to people. Who, who had the Torah in, in, in Damascus? Able to give the Torah to all the people. Amarav. He was 26 when he became rabbi. In those days, you have a guy who was a rabbi. It was a serious thing. There weren't so many people there. I get the zuchut for all the people. Oh, look, look what happened. Amarav, Rav says, Kiem Abraham avinu kola Torah kula. Abraham kept the whole Torah. Sheemad ekev sheshema Abraham bikuli. It says, because Abraham heard my voice. Shema Avram Bekuli, he heard a voice, means he kept the whole Torah. Amrav Shimi Barachia Lerav, Ve'em Hashem Mitzvot. Who told you he kept the whole Torah? It says that Abraham heard Hashem's voice. Maybe it means he kept the Shema Mitzvot in the Noach. How do you know Abraham kept all 613 Mitzvot? Assumption, you're assuming. You have no right to assume that. He heard Hashem's voice, Ya'ani. He kept the seven Mitzvot, maybe. Says he no. Ha'i kenami milah. We know Abraham did bring milah. Big Milah is not one of the seven mitzvot, and therefore can't be referring to the seven mitzvot. Moses, maybe it means seven mitzvot plus Milah. Says the Gemara, Amar Lehi told him, Imken mitzvotai v'torotai lamali. Why would we say mitzvotai v'torotai? Torotai yani, not just mitzvot, also Torah, yani the whole Torah. Amar Rav v'item Rav Ashi, kem Avram v'inu afil erubin toshlim. Avram v'inu kept even Eruv Tavshilin, which is the Lord of Rabbanan, he kept that also. Eruv Tavshilin means before the holiday, you have to set aside, start cooking. If you have a holiday going into Shabbat, you have to cook from before the holiday some eggs to have it for Eruv Tavshilin. Right? The Lord of Eruv Tavshilin, Avraham did that also. How do we know? Shneemar Torotai, Echad Torah Shemichtav, Echad Torah Even Torah Shemichtav, <coughs> you have to keep. So the Gemara seems to be calling Eruv Toshin the Lord Rabbanan Torah Shabbat Now we're at the two dots now on the bottom of the page. Matya ben Shmuel Omer. We said, according to Matya ben Shmuel, there's a machloket when they start the korban tamid. I'll take a little more. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> when they start the korban tamid. There's a machloket, um, machloket, what word they use to start off the, the thing. So, Korban Tamid, in order to start it, they have to make sure that it's daytime. And the Mishnah said that according to one opinion, the guy says, Dawn, Barkai, it's Dawn. According to the second opinion, Matya ben Shmuel, which is this opinion, says, he says, they ask him, is the whole eastern seaboard lit up, meaning it's a little more than just dawn, the whole eastern, because the sunrise in the east. Is the whole east lit up? And he says, yes. Okay. We're trying to clarify now in the Gemara, what was the whole dialogue between them back and forth? Says the Gemara, Man amar hen. Who says hen? If we say thank you. If we say the guy who's on the roof is the guy who's saying yes, is he the dreamer and he the answerer? Meaning, 
the guy on the roof is asking, right? If you read the Mishnah, it says, the guy on the roof says, is, is the whole thing lit? lit? And it says, he says, he says yes. Now, if the guy on the roof is saying, is the whole thing lit? So then, is he answering his own question? Sounds funny, right? You with me, um, Ivan? I don't know. Roof is something. Okay. Maybe it's talking about the guy on the floor is answering yes. How does he know? How would the guy on the floor know if the whole thing lit up? Doesn't work. I can answer you, it's the guy on the floor who says yes. Or I can answer you, it's the guy on the roof who says yes. How does it work? I can answer you, the guy on the roof says yes. Amar Ihu, he says, is the whole eastern side lit up. He tells him back, Hadikai. So in other words, that happens is the guy on the roof says, the whole eastern side is lit up. The guy on the floor says, Ad Chevron, till Chevron. I'm like, Ihu Hen. So we split the statement. We thought that the guy on the roof, the roof was saying, is the, the guy who says, the whole thing is lit up till Hebron, and then the guy on the floor says, yes. That didn't make sense. So we say, no. The guy on the roof says, the whole thing is lit up. The guy on the floor says, till Hebron, the guy on the roof says, yes. And that's the dialogue back and forth. That's according to the guy on the roof saying yes. The Ebay Tema, or I can answer you. Are you with me, Joby? Yeah. Another, I can answer you and say, the guy who's on the floor says, Maybe the guy on the floor is saying, is the whole thing lit up? And the guy on the roof says, and the guy on the floor says, Listen, that could also work out. Either way, it works out fine. We don't know exactly what it was, but there's two ways to get out of it. There's no question. Okay, we're at the two dots. Four lines at the bottom. We, had, we mentioned that why did we need to say to wait till it's hot in Hebron. My, 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 my <laughs> Why do we have to wait till the sun is up all the way to Hebron and not right, wait, right away with dawn? We send the Mishnah because one of the one of the one time it happened that the moon came up. They thought it was the sun. The moon happened to come up exactly at that time of the night. They thought it was the sun. They shechted the korban and it was too early that they, they had to burn the whole korban. So therefore, that's why they wait until it was a little later until the Chevron. Says the Gemara. Hey, Rabbi, did Abraham do six thirteen, or was it was to the end? Oh yeah, yeah, Abraham did six thirteen. We said. Okay. Even even it's more than six thirteen. So what did we answer? He did the Rabbanans. How did we answer that question? We said that. Which question? We did seven B'nai Noah plus Eruvin. No, we said seven B'nai Noah. We thought it was seven B'nai Noah plus just Mila. Just right? and then we say also, we say, but it says, but Torah Tai, it says, but it says, why would it say Torah Tai? Which would have said that? The Torah Tai means the whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we say, Torah Tai, two Torah, means even Torah Shabbat Peh, uh-huh. even the Rabbanan Zikah. Okay. Okay. Mora says, Umimachlif, is it possible to confuse the sun and the moon? Shouldn't be possible. Right. Why? But I tell you, we learned in the Brighter. Rebbe Omer, 
if you see the moon, it's not compared to the sun. It looks like a stick, a stick of light. When the light comes, when, when, when the sun comes up, not the sun itself, but when the light of the sun comes up, it spreads out. And the moon, if you see the light of the moon, so now we're not talking the moon actually came up. We're talking about the light of the moon came up. And they thought the light of the moon was the light of the sun. We're saying, no, the light of the moon looks like a flashlight beam. And the light of the sun spreads out. So therefore, how can they make the mistake? I'd love to go outside and see how they, see what they're talking about, right? The night that it happened that they got mixed up was a cloudy night. And since it was cloudy, the clouds spread it out also so they were able to confuse it with, with the sun. So now you got to go out. You can't just go out. And go out. Well, next time you go away, Next time you go away to the country and you're able to be in a Airbnb someplace in the middle of the night, make sure you go outside right before dawn and see you have to go out on one cloudy night and one regular night and see if you can come exactly when the moon comes up, see if you can figure out what they're talking about. Okay. Amara Papa. Shramri that we see from here. Yoma de Eva Kula Shimsha. A cloudy day, you feel the sun more. Why? Because just like the, the clouds spread the light of the moon, we're assuming the clouds will also spread the light of the sun. And therefore, you get more sun on cloudy days, you know, more power of the sun on cloudy days, than on sunny days. Okay? Who cares? If you're spreading out your skins to dry, then you'll be able to do it even better. I guess. Inami like Isha Another teach you is that a woman is not supposed to use water for matzahs that were heated in the sun. So don't think that if it's cloudy, there's no sun. No, the sun comes through the clouds anyway. Still get the UV rays through the clouds, even though. Even though it's cloudy. Amar of Nachman. Zuma de Shimsha Kai Mishimsha. The heat of the sun on a cloudy day is stronger than a clear day. Bisimanach, and the way to remember it is a jar of vinegar. Dana de Chala. Because you have a jar of vinegar, if you keep it closed, it has the strong vinegar smell in it. If you leave the jar of vinegar open, it loses its its power. Similar to you, where the clouds, the clouds keep in the sun more, and it gets make it, makes it stronger somehow. Uh, Ivan, I, I put it to you to figure out what in the world this means, okay? I'll try. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine what, what exactly is stronger on a cloudy day than a sunny day. No, the only thing I can see is that there's less shadows, because when you have cloudy day, it's like there's not like a single source of light. It's like the whole, you know, earth or, you know, ground is illuminated. But I don't know if that means that it's stronger, you know. We have to figure, and, and, and the comparison to the vinegar, it sounds like it's bottling it up and making it more powerful somehow. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Maybe in humidity, yeah. maybe in, Binyamin thinks that humidity gets makes you feel hotter. I'm not sure. But that doesn't sound like exactly what the Gemara is talking about. It sounds like the sun is stronger, not just the humidity. Okay.
Not only that, which means a person who looks at the sun gets blinded, right? You get more blinded when you look at the sun. No, at the sun when it comes through the clouds than looking at the sun on a regular day. Why? And the way to remember is the drip. When you have a drip on one part of the body, it's more, if it drips, drips, drips forever on you, it's more painful than just going going in the water. When you go in the water, it's not painful at all, but if it keeps dripping on you, it gets annoying. Why? Be- because, again, if you have one spot, it's more more damaging. Similarly, if, if you look at, if you're looking at, the, if the sun is out, it's spreading, it's fine, but if it comes through the, through the, through the clouds, it's different. Now we're going to go through a few other things. If you don't mind, we're going to go through a little more because we missed yesterday's daf. We're going to continue a little bit. We should really stop the recording and start again. Hold on. We're going to stop over here and we'll start again in about one and a half seconds. Hold on.